Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Luke, chapter 6. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would be humble as we approach your word, that we would learn the lessons that you have for us, and that we would do what you tell us, that we would live our lives your way, following your commands. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Luke chapter 6. Now it happened that on a Sabbath he went through the grain fields, and his disciples were picking and eating the heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not permitted on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered and said to them, Have you not read this, what David did when he and those who were with him were hungry? How he entered into the house of God and took the bread of the presentation, which is not permitted to eat except the priests alone, and ate it, and gave it to those with him. And he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Now it happened that on another Sabbath he entered into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there, and his right hand was withered. So the scribes and the Pharisees were watching closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath, in order that they could find a reason to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts, and said to the man who had the withered hand, Get up and stand in the middle. And he got up and stood there. And Jesus said to them, I ask you whether it is permitted on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save a life or to destroy it. And after looking around at them all, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. And he did, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and began discussing with one another what they might do to Jesus. Now it happened. In these days he went away to the mountain to pray and was spending the whole night in prayer to God. And when day came, he summoned his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, and his brother Andrew, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place. And a large crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast district of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled by unclean spirits, were cured. And the whole crowd was seeking to touch him, because power was going out from him and healing them all. And he lifted up his eyes to his disciples and said, Blessed are the poor because yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who are hungry now, because you will be satisfied. Blessed are those who weep now, because you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For their fathers used to do the same things to the prophets." But woe to you who are rich, because you have received your comfort. Woe to you who are satisfied now, because you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, because you will mourn and weep. Woe whenever all people speak well of you, for their fathers used to do the same things to the false prophets. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the one who strikes you on the cheek, 
offer the other also. And from the one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic also. Give to everyone who asks you. And from the one who takes away your things, do not ask for them back. And just as you want people to do to you, do the same to them. And if you love those who love you, what kind of credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what kind of credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive back, what kind of credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, so that they may get back an equal amount. But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, expecting back nothing. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. And do not judge, and you will never be judged. And do not condemn, and you will never be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you, a good measure, pressed down, shaken, overflowing. They will pour out into your lap. For with the measure by which you measure out, it will be measured out to you in return. And he also told them a parable. Surely a blind person cannot lead the blind, can he? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not superior to his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. And why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the beam of wood that is in your own eye? How are you able to say to your brother, Brother, allow me to remove the speck that is in your eye, while you yourself do not see the beam of wood in your own eye? Hypocrite! First remove the beam of wood from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck that is in your brother's eye. For there is no good tree that produces bad fruit, nor, on the other hand, a bad tree that produces good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn plants, nor are grapes harvested from thorn bushes. The good person, out of the good treasury of his heart, brings forth good, and the evil person, out of his evil treasury, brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. And why do you call me, Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and listens to my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house, who dug and went down deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood came, the river burst against that house and was not able to shake it, because it had been built well. But the one who hears my words and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation, which the river burst against, and immediately it collapsed and the collapse of that house was great. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. We ended chapter 5 with the religious leaders taking issue with Jesus because Jesus was eating with tax collectors and his disciples were not fasting. The Pharisees continued to find fault with Jesus in chapter 6 about the Sabbath. The Jews were specifically commanded not to work on the Sabbath in the Law of Moses. They had come up with their own very specific definitions of what it meant to work, and further, what loopholes they could use to get around the specific definition. Jesus' disciples were taking heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands, and eating them. The Pharisees would define this as harvesting and threshing grain, which was work. 
They were completely ignoring that Jesus' disciples were hungry and that they were not storing up the grain or getting paid. Jesus reminds them of a time when David accepted and ate the bread of the presentation, which was clearly forbidden by the law of Moses. The point is that being legalistic isn't what God wants, but having a right heart, loving, caring about people. This becomes even more clear with the man with the withered hand. The scribes and the Pharisees were watching Jesus so that they could accuse him of breaking the Sabbath if he healed the man. They didn't care about the man with the withered hand, but they were just using him as a means to harm Jesus. So Jesus asked, I ask you whether it is permitted on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save a life or to destroy it. After Jesus heals a man in a way that they cannot accuse Jesus, it says in verse 11, But they were filled with fury and began discussing with one another what they might do to Jesus. They wanted to do harm on the Sabbath. Luke tells us that Jesus spent the whole night in prayer before picking the twelve. If any man who ever lived could have lived without prayer, it would have been Jesus. Luke already told us in chapter 5, verse 16, but he himself was withdrawing in the wilderness and praying. Now Luke tells us that Jesus spent all night in prayer. If Jesus thought prayer was so important, what about us? We have so much less chance of getting our life right on our own. In Luke's list, he includes Judas, the son of James. In the other Gospels, they instead list Thaddeus. So probably Thaddeus was a nickname or another name for Judas, the son of James. Luke says Jesus came down to a level place and healed many, and then spoke this sermon. It is very similar to the Sermon on the Mount from Matthew. It starts out with some blesseds and then continues to some woes. Then Jesus says to love our enemies, not just those who love us back. He says, do not judge, but give. He says, work on ourselves first to get rid of our sin before we try to tell other people what is wrong in their lives. He says, there are good trees and bad trees, good people and bad people. It will show whether we do what Jesus says or not. Either our lives are built on a rock or we have no foundation. And now for a deeper dive. I'm not a big fan of harmonies of the Gospels. Each Gospel is trying to teach us important points as we go through it. And when we try to order things by taking bits from each Gospel, we can lose the message that each individual book is trying to teach. I'm not saying that it's wrong to try to think about how the events fit historically. One question is if Luke is reporting the same sermon that Matthew reports in Matthew 5-7. through what we call the Sermon on the Mount. I personally think that it is the same sermon, but that doesn't really matter. Neither Matthew nor Luke is giving us every word that Jesus said in that sermon. The sermon probably lasted some hours, and we can read Matthew's longer version in 15 minutes. Matthew and Luke were written in Greek, while Jesus probably spoke in Aramaic. So what we are getting is not exactly the same as if we were sitting there. We are getting what the Holy Spirit wanted us to get in each specific book. Here, in Luke, the focus is on humanity. So the blesseds are focused on the poor and needy. The woes are against the rich and satisfied. I am in the United States of America, and I have always had enough food available to eat. By that measure, I am probably at least in the top 10% richest people who have ever lived, if not the top 1%. From that position, it is easy to look down on other people who harvest and thresh on the Sabbath, in my opinion, or people who create harmonies of the Gospels when I think it is best to study each Gospel on its own. If I could just live dependent on God through prayer, 
working on living my life according to what Jesus said. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.